0: Welcome back to season two of The Brewery Show, where we're bringing you to more breweries and more places than you ever expected. But we're here today in Long Island, New York, visiting Blue Point Brewery. Let's go inside and see what they're toasting up today.
1: I'm uh, Mark Burford. I'm the uh, founder and brewmaster and uh, partner, owner-partner. Peter Cotter, and I'm a co-owner of the brewery. In 1998, the brewery finally opened. I'd been working in breweries, and my partner, Peter, had been working on the distribution side. And at that time, there weren't any uh, craft breweries here in Long Island. There were a couple of restaurants that had come and gone. And we were both beer guys, and traveled the world, and really tasted a lot of good beer. The whole craft beer thing was still brand new on the East Coast.
0: It seemed like the thing to do at the time. You know, there was no fresh beer around here on Long Island. We got to drink some great fresh beer around uh, this country, as well as other places, and. Uh, Every time we come back home, well, there's another stale beer we can drink. you know. So it kind of gets depressing after a while. So we decided to do it for our own pleasure. You really. know, if somebody else wanted some, that'd be great.
1: So it really just became time in our lives to do our own thing instead of uh, work for somebody else.
2: Growing so fast, it's, you know, it's ridiculous when I first got here. Um, Brewing like once a week, it was kind of just me and a couple other entry-level guys. that hired uh, my buddy Jim. A year later, and I was like, "It's great, dude." The winter time is dead; we don't do anything. And, and sure enough, it just picked up. We uh, we must have signed on. I think we we kind of doubled our efforts in the city at that point or something. So all of a sudden, now we're brewing five days a week. Like, what happened to the winter time? And now it's just absurd. We're brewing like nine brews a week in, in a five-day period. And, um, Crazy every day. I got guys come in at midnight to start, you know, and we'd kind of do two shifts on that, headed towards three shifts. It was pretty insane. We used to go to every bar, make the beer, and try to sell one keg at a time. We had a station wagon
1: and a dog, Golden Retriever, and we'd go in and say, Hey, we got this beer. And everybody would just say, You're crazy, what the hell you're doing? You know, look at us like we had three heads. And so it was just basically one step at a time, give everybody a sample of the beer, have them taste the beer side by side to some imports that weren't so fresh, and then you went over accounts one at a time. And then... I
0: was uh, making a delivery because I was doing the deliveries for a couple of years. And so we're open about five months. And uh, I got an account to carry all our beers on tap. You know, I, I think that, yeah, this had three taps. And then the other place that I went to before that was about six taps. And the one place is sort of a, a hippie um, surfer place, which is no longer around. And then there's this high-end restaurant. So I had made the delivery first to the, to the surfer place who had all our taps, about six of them and uh, made that first delivery on 4th of July weekend in the Hamptons, you know, and just loaded them up with beer. And uh, the guy took me out and back and showed me around, had a beer and sort of experienced some of the things that you would do in a hippie bar like that. But the problem was I had to do this for business, right? You know, it was that morning delivery. So when I left, I got in the van and said, okay, it's 4th of July, I need to make it out to East Hampton, and went to the next high-end place. And uh, my dog was hanging out the window and I knew I had to clean the lines in this place when I delivered because it was freaking disgusting. And uh, so I'd clean them every time. I'd clean them and i look and there's people in there, you know, the place is packed with, I think it was Christy Brinkley sitting there and, you know, there might have been a senator and this and that. And I went in and I'm thinking, oh my God, this is one high end place. I started cleaning the lines and somebody came up and said, what are you doing? How can you, you know, why are you doing this in the middle of lunchtime?" And I was trying to really keep a low profile and I don't know, I was getting a high, I was getting some flack and. Uh, I'm thinking, is this the right move? Should I be doing this right now? And then suddenly, I see my dog running through the restaurant. You know, he jumped out the window <laughs> of, the truck, of the delivery dog, and he's running through the restaurant. And like, you know, all the people are trying to pet him. There's waiters chasing him. I, I don't know. I guess, to me, it was just I, I, everything kind of came to a head right there. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I, you know, there was just uh, it's been a very interesting ride for us, as you can imagine. Yeah.
2: I was homebrewing for many years. I got a job at the homebrew shop, because I was just obsessed with it, and I would go in, and the owner was like, it was a part-time thing for him. So I was doing that. I was leaving the beer distributor store. It's like a life around beer, you know? I was leaving the, that hasn't really changed. So I was working at the beer distributor. I'd leave there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'd go open up the homebrew shop, do that until like 7 o'clock at night then go home and make a batch of beer, because I uh, now was getting cheap ingredients. So I would just make stuff, make stuff, make stuff, and then it came like months later, weeks later, it came time to bottle it. I would be like, I don't feel like doing that. I'd just throw it out and stuff. You know, I was like, I just love making the beer. Yeah, I had beer to drink, and I had beer for all my friends and stuff, but uh, so I was just brewing like crazy. And then, you know, I, I decided, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to do for a living. There was some ad in, in the, uh in a paper, and I remember seeing it. You know, make your
0: own beer, five-gallon batch, plastic bucket, and uh, pretty much that's how it happened. By the time we got done, and you know, sometimes with the bathtub, and you know the Rottweiler lapping it up, and all that kind of stuff, and you know bottles popping all over the house, and well, you know, it was all good fun. Um, you know, my partner took it to a different level, and uh, and so uh, you know, he became a brewmaster. I, 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 I mean, I, I found out about fermentation. I mean, you can, you can make beer at a
2: Dirty Sops if you want, you know. I just started sending letters out to breweries somewhat nearby. Um, hey, I'd love to, and these are letters I get every day now, I'd love to come in, I'd love to volunteer, I'd love to mop your floors, I'll do anything, and they think they will. Um, that's, that's good, but, uh, so I started sending letters out like that, Nothing really happened. People were nice. They'd get back to me and say, oh, we don't have anything, this and that, and they'd suggest other things to do. Um, Finally, I heard of a uh, brewery in Connecticut, which was about 45 minutes from where I lived in Norwalk, Connecticut, um, New England Brewing Company, who was looking for an assistant brewer. And it was, I heard it was a paid job for X amount of money, not not a ton of money. And so I deleted the, I will volunteer my time off the letter. I put my resume together real quick, and I sent it in. Just kind of the right place, the right time. They were desperate. I got in doing just entry-level stuff and and lucky for me or them shortly thereafter they kind of saw that I knew what I was doing and I wasn't just a a kid get my foot in the door I was and and that was a great opportunity so I started moved along pretty quickly I worked there for three and a half years by the time I left I was a head brewer there so um, that's how I got into it from there I went to another brewery in uh, Boston um, Harpoon Brewery and then uh, from there I came back down here kind of wanted to get back to New York because then it's like pizza and Sarcastic people. Yeah.
1: I think we have our own unique style here. We certainly make plenty of hoppy beers here at Blue Point. We're sort of I would say we're more west coast centric than we are east, but I consider it a blend of all three.
0: We started with the toasted lager, that's our flagship and uh, that's something we came up with from the beginning, again 13 years ago when we opened up on Long Island. It was a, sort of a craft beer wasteland, a lot of people drinking bass ale, and we thought well, if we come out, you know, who's our target audience? We need something that's going to be a little more flavorful for these folks. and. Uh, and uh, so the toasted lager was the, was the one. It was, uh, you know, I always thought of Anchor steam as being a, a great model for us, and certainly the steam beer is something that we sort of modeled that beer after.
1: Somehow it became the one that uh, people liked the most. It's an amber lager uh, with a little bit more flavor to it, a little bit hop up front. It
0: was a pale ale came next. And uh, that was, uh, again, strictly for personal reasons here. Uh, we like that beer, still do. It's not gonna go away.
1: Very much a West Coast hoppy beer. And the IPA, the Hoptical Illusion, the Big Brother, the Pale Ale. Once again, it's a big hop hop thing, and we try to step up as you go up the alcoholic ladder with the beers—five, six, seven, eight percent—and then we have the No Apologies, which is the, the Imperial IPA, which is three above at nine or ten percent, and you get a choice of anything you want in hops in that way. We were sort of on Long Island by ourselves for years and years, but. The brewing community on a whole is a, a tremendous resource. Craft brewing is the first successful open source endeavor by humankind. And I really stand behind that line. I mean, everybody is really, would share. Uh, whatever they can to help you out. In most industries if you shared your best practices with another person you'd get fired immediately and they, you know they'd be looking for retribution. We've been on
2: Facebook for a couple years now and you know we're, we're getting building up a pretty good following there. For us what's been great is it's been able to sort of regionalize us from here in Patchogue local down all the way down to Key West in Florida. It gives us sort of a local presence you know all up, all up and down the eastern seaboard.
1: I can go out and see somebody in the west coast and say hey how do you do that and they'll give me an in-depth explanation of what took them years to figure out right off the top of their heads. Uh, there's two things we say in craft beer you know there are no secrets in beer once you taste one and craft beer is 99% asshole free and I don't want to be the other guy. The Cascale Festival is one of the biggest
0: well, definitely, you know, the biggest gathering of, of casts on the island. Certainly is uh, unconventional in any business. Invite all your competition in, and we love it. We welcome them in open arms.
1: We used to do them in January in the snowstorms. And the first one, we had a tremendous snowstorm inside the brewery. And we had all power outage. We had people coming on skis and snowshoes and four-wheel drives. And we had to get the candles out and the acoustic music. And it was a real fun time for everybody. And we were surprised at how dedicated people were to come visit us, even in a terrible snowstorm. And so we, we've done it ever since. And it's grown into 1,500 people in the tents in the parking lot with live music and lots of vending. Probably close to, if not over, 100 casts.
2: And uh, so basically, you know pretty much all the locals are in. And some other names from around the country, you know, Stones throwing a cast this way. Green Flash and
0: all these breweries from out west. I mean, it's, uh, it's fantastic. I can't wait to drink them myself. You know, the variety is incredible. It builds a big, strong community of more you know educated
1: if you will, and the more savvy beer drinkers, so yeah. in a barrel room, so there will be barrel aged beers of all types, there will be sour beers that are in those barrels as well.
0: We were out west just last week there and went to Russian River and Lagunitas and just had all these awesome beers, well that's the direction we'd like to go, um, and bring on some of the
1: more high end lines, get a corking line, without a doubt. Anything that comes along the pipe that really interests us, it's hard to say exactly what, we've been sort of out of capacity for a while and so we, you have a lot of pent-up energies for new beers.
0: I mean, if that stops, we might as well close the doors, <laughs> right? No, we have all kinds of plans to do all kinds of beers. There's such a wide range out there. and so many new styles. We, we just had a, a black IPA called BP Toxic Sludge. Boy, we lost our shirts on that one. You know, it was all for charity, so we weren't able to brew it anymore, uh, helping the birds down there in the south. But uh, certainly we'd love
1: to bring that style back. People ask you all these questions like, what's your exit strategy and succession plan and all these kind of things. And, Really, our, our plan is just to make beer tomorrow and we enjoy the lifestyle, enjoy what we're doing, so yeah. onward
2: and upward.
0: And just take things to the next level.
2: You know, you couldn't work with better guys who are, are really, they just care about the beer. And you know, at the end of the day, that's it's about the product and the quality. If anybody's out
1: there and you run into me, I'll to be happy to buy you a beer. I uh, personally invite everybody down to the brewery for sampling, and other than that, enjoy the day. If
0: you like your lagers toasted and your hops, possible, make sure you try some Blue Point Brewery. Thanks for watching the Brewery Show. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube.com slash Brewery Show. Thanks for watching, until next time.